Well, howdy there, Internet people. It's Bo again. So tonight uh, we've got an interview that has some really rough audio. Uh, you'll hear it explained as as <laughs> the show goes on. But um, it, it's a worthwhile interview, and it's worth listening to. The, the roughness doesn't make it unlistenable. So uh, just hang in there with us because it's, it's a pretty cool conversation. It gives you some insight into what's going on in different places. And it has Chuck Collins. So uh, let's get started with the audio. Recording on my end, too. So. Okay. Well, howdy there, Internet people. It's Bo again. And today we have Chuck Collins, a comic book artist, amina- animator, animator, animator. <laughs> And uh, former bouncer, and he's going to uh, give us a little bit of insight into the bouncer. So tell us about it. Oh, man. Um, well, thanks for that awesome intro. Um, it's basically a comic book. I used to be uh, an animator and a comic book artist. And when I got laid off at my job in Nickelodeon back in 2008, I started moonlighting as a bouncer. And it just became a full-time thing. And I used to do it back in the day, um, like in the, in the late 90s, early 2000s. And then a friend of mine, he said, listen, I need a bouncer position at this dive bar in the Lower East Side in New York. And I was like, all right, cool. Well, I think I can do that. So <laughs> we, um, I went through about maybe 12, 12 years of just crazy antics um, and adventure. So I decided one one day it just hit me like like a like a lightning bolt to go ahead and just tell all these crazy stories, you know. Because I've, I've always been a fan of like all the old school like you know, like family, family 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 guy and Cheers and you know like these bar sales had all had all had all, had all, had all these like all these classic characters that had weird antics, you know, like the old school comic strips like Andy Cap and all those. So like I was like, well, what if I had you know black version of all these things and yeah it just became a thing i made a whole cast of characters and it goes from like dark comedy to light-hearted comedy to romance anime adventure and into like you know social commentary it's 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 just a big mess that's all it is really (laughs) and i'm just sharing it with everybody uh yeah you you hit a lot of political uh political topics and themes in it um mm. do you have any goal with it as far as politics are concerned of what are your politics in particular um it's kind of weird i mean i've changed my my political views throughout the course of my, course of my, course of my life it's i've always been uh, more left-leaning um i do come you know my household i'm, I'm haitian half haitian and half american so but I grew up in a Haitian household and it's a very conservative household in terms of like religion and uh, everything. So I understand that aspect of things, but I've always been more of a left-leaning person. So I've, I've changed like independent to, okay, I guess I have a choice, but to vote democratic, I'm now a Democrat or, <laughs> um, so basically around that uh, pretty much my political standing is if it's right for them if it needs to be to be said and it brings about justice then that's what i'm leaning towards that's pretty much where i stand with it all uh, right yeah 
I mean, apart from the the book, I'm I'm I'm, I'm basically trying to accomplish the same thing. I mean, like you're in a, a, a social environment like a bar, people get drinks and they get inebriated, and all that real feeling of society. So my goal is to just bring about like that feeling that's uncensored, that's not filtered through the 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 eye of the internet or the media eye of like, oh, well, we have to have a certain kind of whatever core is the way that we do this narrative. Like, no, this is unfiltered. I just I just had five five shots. And I'm telling you why I think George Bush is a piece of shit. So it's ooh, I'm sorry, can I <laughs> Yeah, you're good. You're good. Okay, good. All right. But um, yeah, so that's that's what I'm. That's what my goal in the comic is. All right. Um, so real quick, since everybody, you know, tuning in, they, they may hear this in a day or two. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it, the the virus is kicking off, mm-hmm. and uh, you're up there right now, right? Yep. So, uh, what's it feel like up there? You know, I, I live out in the middle of nowhere in the south. We we <laughs> really don't have, you know, we social distance like every day. You know, <laughs> so right. Um, right. <laughs> <laughs> Like my nearest neighbor, you know, we don't see each other that often, but, uh, what are, uh, I mean, what's it like? Well, um, that's a very loaded question because I got a, I got a bunch of answers for that. Um, well, first of all, my situation is a little bit unique. Um, um, my, my girlfriend, basically my life partner, she's, uh, she owns a brownstone and we have tenants, um. Right before the outbreak, you know, like, well, when New York was going in, in the lockdown, the tenants went back, I guess the, the husband or whatever went to his hometown in Texas. So they're sheltering in place over there. Um, my girlfriend had to go take care of her mom who just had heart surgery down in Jersey. So, and this is before everything went, crazy so i was here by myself and and, and me understanding the way that humanity worked started, 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 just, i started I, I had like three bug out bags here i gave my girl one before she went down and she was like i don't think i'm gonna be down there that long i was like baby don't know and just take it with you anyway, anyway. her mom is in her 80s so that's if she's down taking care of her mom and that's that's what needs to happen so I my own supplies here. I saw it was going down. I went quickly, just grabbed all the things I knew how to cook that could last me over the course of the month. Bought all that, bought it home, and just all right. I'm here. I'm gonna watch Netflix, draw, and drink bourbon till till the shit blows over. So, but it's it's really crazy. You got a group of people on my block that are sheltering in place. You got you got a few people though who feel like this doesn't affect me and therefore I can just, you know, you know, my privilege protects me from a pandemic. So I guess I'm going to go out and do things like it's normal. Um, which when I look out my window, I just, I feel like throwing a brick at them, but uh, <laughs> it's, it is what it is. You know, I, there's nothing I can do to change that. Um, what it really hit me yesterday when one of my best friends who's, who's a PS worker, just got tested positive for for quarantine, and I was actually worried about him because I called him right before all this stuff happened. I was like, "Dude, you know this thing?" He's like, "Yeah, I know. We get ready for it." And 
he called me yesterday. He was like, he was like, he was like, he was like dude, I, I got it. And I was like, shoot, dude. I'm so, I was like, I was like, I was like, I, 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 I was kind of preparing for it anyway. You know, I mean, most of the major symptoms have already subsided. Um, I mean, he's not nonchalant about it. I mean, he, the, the uh, one thing I'm worried about is that he, he had cancer at one point. It's like, it's like, it's like, it's like, and it went into remission, but you don't know how certain, 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 definitely keeping an eye on him, but he's sheltering in place. He's not going anywhere. He's, you know, in his house and, you know, his doctor even told him, like, once things start to get worse, you can go, then you can go and go to hospital, but you're, you're quarantined for the next two weeks. Don't go anywhere. Right. It's, it's very, for a situation so serious, I, I've never seen a group of people act so stupid. It's, <laughs> I, it's, it's <laughs> yeah, it, it, we're definitely getting some of that down here. Um, like you know, out out here we tend to be a little bit more cautious anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, but but about forty miles to our south, which isn't that far in in our world, um, you know, people are still like eating at restaurants, <laughs> like max capacity <laughs> going out. I'm like, man, <laughs> y'all are not smart. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's the same things going on in Manhattan. I, I don't know if you, you you I get flooded with a lot of different tweets or whatever, but I um I, I, a picture that I shared yesterday. In fact, it was two, and I know exactly where that is in Manhattan because I used to work around that area. It's by West Fiftieth and West Forty Ninth, over all the way on the west side by the water, and there's about hundred there's like a hundred or so people. Looking at the uh, what is it? What's the name of that ship that that, 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 that came into? Was it the USS Comfort? I think it was New York, New York, New York. Yesterday, yeah, um, I think so. Everyone's just just sitting there looking. I'm like, all right, well, I guess whatever is. We've always seen carriers come in and out of the city, which is just a normal thing. But as it since it's here to fight the coronavirus. Um, everybody came out to see it, and you've got people with no man. I think out of the hundred people in that photograph, there's like two people, with people, with children, people jogging, people with no gloves on, and Manhattan is the epicenter of this. And I'm like, I can't believe y'all. But that area is all a very rich neighborhood. The rent there is over is insane. You have to be making a particular kind of money to live there, and I'm like. I don't understand how your hubris, your privilege, and your wealth make you think that you're immune to nature. Like I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't. <laughs> it's, I don't know, man. It's, it's really, you know, and and the cases that are coming in, and the people that I know that work in the medical field here in the city are just done. Like they can't, they can't do it anymore. I don't know. It's, it's. For the rest of the country that doesn't realize how serious it is, it's serious. Like there are parts of the city that that were bustling with people and that are just that's just normal that are vacant and empty. Like like I am legend. It's insane. It's insane. Insane. Well, and I mean, at the same time, that's good. At least the majority yeah. of people have some common sense and are staying home. Yeah. Um, but. Yeah, I tell you one thing I've noticed, and it may show up in this in this conversation, is because so many people are staying home, the the internet. Anytime I'm talking to somebody from a major city, yeah. like we get we get 
your servers or whatever they're we get we get gaps in conversations or repeats um i can't i can't hear it when i'm talking like but it so if you're at home listening to this and it sounds like we just stopped talking for a second that's why um oh wow but uh yeah yeah it's 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 a unique situation watching people react and and how they react based on their socioeconomic status absolutely yeah like like, yeah you're not actually gonna get a ventilator just because you're know. (laughs) exactly i'm like i don't i don't understand it's like it's like if a meteor is on its way down and then you throw it a, you throw a, a, a super high charge gold bullion at it and says, "Don't worry, don't worry, it's covered." Yeah. Like I don't, <laughs> I don't understand how the mentality works. I'm like, you know, and 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 I see it now. It's funny on the other side of things. Now, if you go to the the lower income communities, this is it, it's not to say that they're not taking it seriously, but this is just part of the deal. We already got it bad. But 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 these bills ain't gonna get unless I go to work, and most people who just live in misery or, or who don't have an actual job, who are just out here, just like I'm, just trying to scrounge around and be and be alive, are just like, how worse can this shit get? So there's that aspect of not caring, but that comes from a whole different wave uh, of li- living, a whole different train of thought, as opposed to the people. Who are just going out and be like, oh, this is just breaking my norm, and I just wanna, I just wanna go and do things like, you know, like no, that's, that's two different mentalities, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Some people yeah, are so, used to, uh, some people are used to hard times, and yeah. probably approaching this with with a little different attitude. Mm-hmm. Uh, but okay, so tell us, tell us more about the comic. Push the comic. <laughs> tell us everything about the comic. Okay. Um, so, so basically, um, I think I don't know. I I I think I've sent you uh, a, a, maybe a, a copy, a digital copy or so. But um, I, I've done up to maybe about five hundred strips so far. I think uh, in the the books that I did publish, it's only a third of all the stuff that I I did for it. Um. So yeah, basically you got the uh, the whole cast of characters. You got um, the bouncer who's based on me. Um, I'm also a huge fan of Doctor Who. Now this is where where she's gonna get a little geeky, bo. So I don't know. I don't know what your geek factor is. I see some of them shirts you be having on, but I'm, I'm a big Doctor Who fan. So uh, in in the series they call him the Doctor. They don't call him Doctor Who. People think they call him just Doctor Who. It's not his name is the doctor. Um, but it's the mantle he takes to be the person to take care of everyone. So I decided to name the cat and not give him an actual name, just name him the bouncer as the guy who bounces people. Like that. <laughs> That's just what it is. Um, but uh his best, best, best friend best friend best friend is uh Yamaya, who you know, you know, I know if uh, in Haitian culture, it's like if you grow up with somebody who's your best friend since you were kids and you guys are still like friends up until now, that's that they you 
you consider that your cousin, like your family. That's my cousin. It's not even like best friends. It's like, this is my cousin. He's my family. He's not my blood. So that's what Yemaya is to the bouncer. She's like the family, the family friend who became so close with them that they considered themselves almost cousins and brothers and brothers or whatever. Um, and then there's uh, Nord, who's the big, ball-headed, skinhead-looking white dude from England. He, his mentality, mentality is far different from the way he looks. He looks menacing, but he's actually soft at heart. Um, and then his little sister Ife, which is the bouncer's girlfriend, who's tough as nails, and they're, they're, they're both, they're both, they're both metalhead. You know, I make a lot of metalhead reference references to like a lot of old school rock and, and uh, metal. Um, like there's even one, one scene where, you know, the bouncer's in this big major anime fight and she's just like, you can't die because we haven't done it to the whole Cro-Mags library yet. And so like <laughs> the Cro-Mag old school New York heavy metal band, which is, I'm, I'm friends with a couple of the band members. members and Yeah, that's, that's a reference. If you're a metalhead, you'll get it. You know, so yeah, it's it's just a lot of crazy antics. Um, I even have one story where the uh, develops an ability to travel through time, but only when he gets drunk and goes through bar bathrooms. So if he goes to a bar bathroom, if he goes to the bar bathroom now in 2020, he'll come out the other side of the bar bathroom back 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 in back in, back in 2000 and maybe 2016. And he'll try to like stop the election from happening, but you know that would be an amazing story to write. But <laughs> I haven't touched that yet. <laughs> uh, but uh, but yeah, that's that's the gist of the whole comic. And then it's just crazy and antic. Every, every strip is just a different, ridiculous. You don't know what you're gonna get. You're gonna, much like when you go in a bar, you you don't know what's gonna happen. You can it's gonna be some lighthearted. It could be something crazy political it could be a crazy ass joke it, it you don't know what you're gonna get i just whatever i feel i just put in makes sense it makes sense um so let's see what do we have as far as what now you know all of this is kicked off up there Mm-hmm. All right, we have to keep, keep coming back to to coronavirus, but oh yeah, I I, I I'm there with you, man. Like I'm I'm in the middle of this shit. It's crazy. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. like we, you know, we canceled most of the interviews like for this time yeah. period. I was like, no, we we, we need to do that one. <laughs> like, yeah, there, you know. Um, but uh, yeah. So, what are y'all doing to stay calm? Because there's a, like, it's funny. Because the people outside of New York, um, I'm getting a lot of questions, people with anxiety and that are just kind of, I mean, they're freaking out a little bit because yeah. it's, it's, you know, especially after yesterday when it became very real and they saw that the goals were a hundred to 230,000 dead. That was goal. Yeah. You know, that, yeah. That's good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. <laughs> so. <Well. laughs> Oh man, dude, they're, they're, uh, I'll be completely honest with you, man. I've, I've been anxious since, uh, since this whole thing started, not, and, and I kind of saw how this was going to go down when, when and I saw how serious it was a few months ago. And I, I had, I actually had a few friends, thank God, you know, they're still alive and kicking, but, 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 but 
I did remember a few friends here in New York back in in January who had the flu. And it was like, I've never felt anything like this before. Like, I've had the flu, but this is crazy. They made it through. So I'm thinking there must have been multiple cases since like November or even uh, October. And it, it won't play it a lot. And what this what this showed me, this whole outbreak, is that current system we have now in place, it, just, it, it didn't work. It never has. It wasn't in the interest of the people at all. And we're, we're to see the veil being pulled. And we're starting to see all the inner workings of the shit operates. And there is no calm. It's just distraction. As far as I'm concerned, I, I just keep the routine. I wake up in the morning, feed my cat, you know, make some coffee, listen to NPR for like about 20 minutes, listen to other, a couple other podcasts that I usually, and, I, and I'll alternate between like political podcasts and comedy podcasts and political podcasts because you need, you need to drop that shit because sometimes the political podcast and the news podcast get so, get so, and you get depressed and like, all right, let me put on this comedy real quick. <laughs> so <laughs> you got to keep uh, stuff going. And that's just my personal experience. And then you know, there, there are times in the day where I just sit down and try not to distract myself. I stay off Twitter, stay off Facebook. I'll sign on like, Maybe one, 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 or twice during the day, just to see if the world hasn't ended around me yet, and then I go back to what I'm doing. Then at night, before I go to sleep, I'll either watch, binge watch a show, or play a video, video game and go to sleep. Wake up, repeat, and just keep going until this shit blows over. But but I have this fear because since I'm here by myself, my girl is down in Jersey. The numbers are rising over there. She. You know, her, her mom in, in her late 80s. Um, and, you know, I don't necessarily, I can't be there to actually help them if they need the help. You see what I'm saying? And I can't just go down there and risk everything. I can't say that I have it. I, I'd say that I don't have it. it. It's, you know, there are people walking around who are asymptomatic and with no masks on, with no gloves on, and you just don't know. I could, I could protect myself as much as I could put, 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 go out and get my mail, put on the mask, gloves, get the mail, de-louse it with Lysol, whatever the hell, leave it on the side, let it rest for a few days, come back and take off my gloves, sanitize, wash hands and everything. And that one little fact, my shoe, maybe I didn't realize somebody spat on the floor or whatever, and I go and touch it and I'm fucked. So I don't, you don't know what's going to happen. Nothing's 100%. But you got us out of place because if you're going out there and you're, you're infecting people, I'm thinking about my boy who was working for UPS and here in New York. And if he's infected, imagine how much other people are infected. It's not like he did it intentionally. He had a job to do. He had to go make deliveries. But imagine if, you know, God forbid, he accidentally like wiped his mouth or whatever and then went and touched the package and, and then put on gloves. Like, you don't know. You see what I'm saying? Like... Little, little, small, small, small mistakes like that. And it's not necessarily things that are like, like, that's his fault. But all of us make mistakes. So you don't know how that's going to go in. But if you shelter in place and you stay indoors and you only go to the hospital when you have symptoms, then, you know, it, it's going to make it, it's not going to eradicate it completely, but we will bring those numbers, numbers down. Like, 
Well, I'm sorry going that rant, but like that that's been on my nah, you, like, nah, I, you're, I you're good. You're good. You're good. That was oh. that was that was solid. Um Yeah, yeah I I'm, I'm I'm hoping like I'm hopeful that we can get the numbers down to those gold numbers. It seems yeah. possible states now down here in florida especially mm-hmm. in south Florida, i mean we're kind of screwed our, our governor is oh yeah uh, it's complete inaction yeah. <laughs> and i'm like man that, that's talk about that talk shit about your governor and the governor of texas between the people of like well we don't need we need to go back to work and do things and everything else and then you got glenn beck and this other dude from texas talking have leading a whole death cult like I will, I will die for the betterment of my country, or or it, trans trans. I will die for the betterment of these fucking corporations. That, that's. Like, I mean, yeah, I'm like, well, I'll do it, man. Like, have fun with that. I'm 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 chilling at home. Right? Yep. Um, but yeah, it, it's it's definitely something else. It is, and the yeah. more, longer the longer it goes on down here with no action from from our governor, I'm just like, man, you know, because you know Tallahassee is, is not too far from here, and mm-hmm. I'm like, once it hits there hard, oh, then they'll yeah. take action. But by that oh, yeah. point, it's everywhere, you know. Yeah, see that that's what really gets me. Like you have all the evidence and facts on your side to tell you if we don't take action now, and it's it's like all these leaders are the freaking mayor of Jaws. Like I don't, how do you aspire to be a movie villain? Like I don't get. It. <laughs> Why don't you do the opposite of that and make that your model of governing? whatever you're governing like i don't <laughs> yeah i mean you know oh, when i w- when i say that in 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 the videos that i talk about the mayor of jaws right in, in other in other parts of the country that that's metaphorical down here they're literally like no we gotta keep the beaches open i'm yeah. like what i've seen this movie it doesn't end well man yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, now, here's the thing that I, that I really said. I'm like, you know, whatever you want to think about COVID-19, it's a very dangerous, it's nothing to, to, to laugh at. It's a very dangerous virus. But let's, let's get a little dark here for a second. Could you imagine if this was something like Ebola? Right. This would be, it would be the end of humanity. Like with with imagine the mentality of the way the leaders are taking care of things now, and then you implement a disease like Ebola into it, and that was widespread even ten times than what it was before. Yeah, well, I mean, any it's, yeah, any hemorrhagic fever like that, and yeah. that's like I felt bad because I did that first video, mm-hmm. and I'm like, look, we got plans, we've got experts, we've been ready for this for sixty years. Just follow the advice of the experts. This is a doomsday. Yes. And then they didn't let them do anything, and, <laughs> and I'm like, okay, so we we may need to re- rethink what we're doing here. <laughs> um, Dude, but I'm yeah, my you. my vision on that, mm-hmm. like you know, was what you're talking about now. When you're mm-hmm. talking about a hemorrhagic fever, you're talking about something that is truly airborne. You're talking mm-hmm. that type of stuff that would decimate. That's doomsday. Yeah, we never should have got to the point where we are now. 
because right. we have protocols, we have plans, we've had them forever. Um, but yeah. yeah, I just I I'm I'm just like every every time I go, um, I don't know if you saw it. There was a drawing that I did actually. Uh, I think about maybe a week ago. And and I was actually I, I was experimenting with a new style of of uh, using heavy blacks in my art, and I just happened to see I see I see I see this picture of Trump and you know him looking down, and then I did this illustration of the bouncer walking away with taking a swig from a whiskey bottle, and Trump's knocked out. I'll send it to you. It, 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 he's knocked out. Um, and the whole bar, where he's knocked out, the whole bar is cracked because basically the bouncer just, you know, punched him. Punched him. And I mean, I got so much flack for that shit. I had to to, to put some dude in his place on Facebook over it. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it's like, you know, here's what I don't, I don't really understand with most of these, you know, right-leaning people. It's like the the, the tactics that are used are very brash. Um, very unfiltered. They say whatever they want, and once they they're served, 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 served back with the same thing, it's like, why are you doing that? So much for the tolerant left, or whatever the case is. See, I don't, and I never understood that kind of mentality because I grew up in East Flatbush, you know, um, in a, in, a, in, a, in a rough part in the eighties during the crack epidemic. So I don't know what. Uh, tolerant means when you're <laughs> actually offending me i mean i don't when, when I, especially when i'm walking minding my own business and you're offending me because i exist i don't understand about being tolerant towards that so you know when this dude comes on and he goes like i don't care if you don't agree with his politics he's our commander-in-chief and you should not be able to say these kind of things or present these kind of this kind of artwork to offend him in a certain way and i'm like I, I see what's happening right now. You're not here to have a conversation, you know, to, to make, to, to progress things or to, or to come up with solutions. You came here for a fight. And I think you need to shut that asshole. You come, you call a mouth and stop spewing that shit everywhere and get it off my page. Like just you're done. I'm not here for that. And 90% of those, of those who come on there, or even some of those bots, they come for a fight. They don't. They don't want to actually say, "Okay, you know what? We our politics may not, you know, in line, but at the same time, I'm presenting to you these facts that I know. You present to them facts. We come up with a solution. These are how conversations get gets get uh, progressive, and these are how we come up with solutions. They're not here for that. Ninety <laughs> percent of the people on on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, they're not here for that. So I don't have a problem cursing them out at all. Like, yeah. no, that's... we're definitely we've definitely hit that point. Like, yeah, you know, and it, but it's something that we need to keep in mind in general mm-hmm. when you're talking about conservative people. Conservative mm-hmm. people aren't actually looking to progress ideas; they want to hold on to the the ones they have. That's literally yeah. the definition. Literally, what they want to do. They mm-hmm. don't want to think outside of their box. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean, I. I try to be as civil as possible. I mean, I know my like the difference between my Twitter account and the videos are, are very, very different. But, right. Um, 
like because on Twitter I have no problem telling people. <laughs> like, yeah, I know I've, I've seen. It's very different. But I haven't seen them all, but I, I've seen. <laughs> yeah. Um. But it, it's a it's something that eventually we're going to have to deal with in this country because we have we definitely have a a lack of communication. Um, right. But most of it. it it's inherent. It's coming from people that don't want to go anywhere. They mm-hmm. don't want to progress. They want to be stuck in the 1980s or 50s or 1860s, depending on who we're talking to. Mm-hmm. And it is what it is. Yeah. Um, so here's a question that I ask everybody that ends up coming on uh, mm-hmm. coming on the channel. What uh, if you could tell everybody one thing that they could do to make the uh, make the uh world better what would it be um be kind be brilliant and be better than what you think you can be um i think oftentimes we we forget how to be kind to one another um regardless of you know i mean i (laughs) i'm the first person to tell you you know Fuck the dude who just like you know cursed me out on Twitter. I'll kick his ass and everything. And then now, now I'm to be kind. But I, <laughs> I think that um, it a lot of that becomes a defense mechanism because you already know what that person's versus. But you know, um, I think that we tend to forget how to be kind to one another. I think we we tend to forget how to be empathetic to each other. Um, and I think that a lot of the problems that we're is is deep within that core. It literally starts with you. Um, be brilliant. Try try your best. Not, not, not everybody's a scholar. Not everybody's a scientist. Not everybody's a lawyer or you know any kind of profession that needs a PhD or a doctorate or or a Pulitzer Prize person. But try to be the person that that you'd say like. I, I want more information. I want to know how this world works. I want to know what makes me work. And I'm going to hoard as much information and live by that information as much as I can. Um, be more than what you are. We're not the same people we were when we were 20, when we were 30, or we were 40. We progress every day. Ideas change. New information comes to light. You progress with that, with that, with that. And sometimes you just got to say, you know what? I want to be, want to be, want to be, want to be, 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 be more than what I am. Now that I have this information, how can I be better? So that's all internal. Now, as far as the entire world, there's some damage that's that, 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 that's done that I don't know how to fix. But I, I think with those three ideals, it, it, it starts with you. I like you know? it. That's hopeful. That is hopeful. Yeah, that's, 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 that's what yeah. we need right now. <laughs> that's okay. Yeah, exactly. Now, don't don't need to be because I can be a bit of a pessimist, but you know, don't don't ask me to be that guy. <laughs> but yeah, that that's me being at my most positive right now. I'm giving that gift to you. I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, all right. Um, okay, so plug all of your stuff because we got to wrap it up. Oh, no doubt. Um, so 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 I'm at Bounce Comic on both Instagram and Twitter. Um, my website is bouncethecomic.com. Um, if you're interested in buying, well, for now, since this whole COVID thing, I actually have physical copies here, but I don't know how this whole 
mail system is going to work within the next few weeks. So I can't promise that I can send 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 the books out to people. But if you're interested in getting digital copies, you can go to gumroad.com slash the bounce. And you'll get like, I have like about three volumes available digitally each, like anywhere between 70 to 100 pages each. It's crack open, 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 your favorite, have a seat and have a laugh, you know, and that's it. All right. All right. Sounds good. All right. So that's the show for today. Uh, everybody, y'all, uh, y'all have a good day and try to just relax. We'll ride it out. We'll get through this.